Wait, do you also think that it's weird that I love turkey sandwiches so much that I literally just vomited one out a car window on Monday night? And I'm and like, getting you know what? One? I'm just going to get one for lunch today. No. Because I have to mean- tell you, it like, honestly, was not a bad thing to vomit up. <laughs> Hi. Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> that was that was perfect. It's actually perfect. It was a, that was a comedy beat, is what, we, is that what that was. Um, just like some fucking asshole clown music playing for International Women's Day because Lord knows. Ugh. Not even on this day can we get a fucking break. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. I haven't. You haven't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And also just, it's been a fucking time. It's been a time. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh. Are you doing okay? I mean. I Seriously, because I just, I'm having like, um. I'm, ha- it's been really hard, ho- like really, really hard. And I yeah. just talked to another friend and um she's also been having like an insane all these weird th- like just weird shit just weird yes. shit yes really weird yes agree uh, you're feeling the same i concur yes i would like to catch a break but then casey who, who wouldn't casey <laughs> Casey, come sit next to me, please. <laughs> please. I'm so happy to see you. But, um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's like it's one of those things where I'm alternately spending time feeling sorry for myself and then being like, what the fuck am I sorry for myself for? There are much, much deeper issues going on than like my trivial whatever the fuck. But it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite moment in history me neither and I'm just like and it's so hard because I also am just trying to be so grateful for all of the wonderful things too you know what I mean yeah it's so fucking hard and I it's really hard um for anyone that's feeling like this I do have a recommendation I think it's been my saving grace um Brene Brown I think think we've name dropped her before. Um, She has a show on Netflix called Atlas of the Heart. And um, there's a lot of really useful things. I didn't watch it when it first came out or I watched a little bit of it and then I like lost track of it. Um, But I wanted to watch it because my friend Karen Walrond is in the audience because she's a friend of Brene Brown's and I just wanted to see her face. Um, And also, like, I like Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown, we should say. Um, But there's really a lot of interesting tidbits in this, like, very short series. And I think they taped it all over the course of one or two days. Um, She's great. But the one thing, and it comes later in the series, I believe it's like six episodes. It um, it comes in one of the later episodes about how, how to not lose your shit when, like, everything is bad. Like, how to have empathy for a situation without taking on the weight of the world onto yourself because then you'll collapse, you know? Um, And so she 
talked really smartly about that. And it gave me some perspective and made me feel better is not the right word. Um, but it just made me feel like I could like, you know, well, I'm sorry for starting this podcast crying hysterically, but, um, (laughs) no, I mean, listen, I, like I have been crying too, you know, it's hard. It's hard not to be bitter. You know, it's hard not to be fucking bitter. You were never a Modest Mouse fan, right? But there's this lyric, my heart's a bitter buffalo. Oh, okay. Like the, you're, wait, hold on. I got to find the lyric now because I want to <laughs> read it too because it came on the other day and I was like, bitter, bitter buffalo. That is actually, <laughs> that is actually what I am right now. Wait, your heart's the cliff and, or wait, no, wait, what is it? Or life is the cliff. Oh, I'm going to find it, guys. I'm going to find it. Um, okay. It's hard not to be bitter. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's hard not to be bitter because I'd probably be bitter with everything that's going on anyway, but it's particularly hard not to be bitter when everything that's going on was so, so clearly foreshadowed and like we warned everyone, like every, every woman that Mm. I know. My brain's the cliff and my heart's the bitter buffalo. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I feel like every woman that I know warned everyone or said, like, we all see this coming and, you know, and here we are. It's so, it's here. Yeah. Um, so I got to start working on my dream job this week. <laughs> and... um And there's just been a confluence of circumstances, including me vomiting from stress, I think, um, multiple times, like feeling nauseous and vomiting from stress. And uh, Birdie had a medical emergency at school that my first day at work here fainted or possibly had a seizure. We're waiting to go see the neurologist, but they took Birdie in an ambulance from school and Mark met Birdie at school and I weirdly had just texted. I was like about to start filming my first big scene here on this, the Mean Girls musical movie, which I'm so thrilled to be doing. And yet I literally got to work and vomited in the morning and I'm like not a puker. Like I don't know. I just, I don't know. I've just, the, it's just been like a rough few, you know? Yeah. And I've been feeling really, I don't know, just overwhelmed by everything in the world and in my personal life. And um, and I was so annoyed at myself, too, because I'm like, fucking get it together, girl. You know, like, you can do this. Whatever. Anyway. Um, But I just texted Mark and I was like, hey, how was Bird today at school? Yeah. And he was like, um, you could when you get a break, maybe call, give me a call. When you get a break, give me a call. And I okay. was like, that's not good. Yeah. So I called. Yeah. And sure. he was literally like in the ambulance with Bertie. Okay. And she's okay. Like, I, yeah. But at the moment, was really like confused and like didn't know what was going on and stuff. And like he was really panicky and, yeah. And then, of course, because this is, like, my family here, I'm so happy to be, like, on this job. You know, like, if I'm going to be right. on a job. Right. Because Jeff, Richmond, and Tina, like, were just, like, and Gurian, like, just, like, took me into a room. And they were just, like, they're going to, let's just figure out what's 
happening first and like what we need, how we need to, do we need to like, do you need to leave? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Or, or is this like, is she okay? Like, do you need right. to leave? <laughs> right. There was just like a period, you know, there was like a 25, 20 minute, 25 minute period where. Yes. They were like, we're going to go, we're going to ask them, the directors of the movie and whatever, to shoot this other stuff with the girls in the bedroom. Yeah. But we're like only here, you know, this like how movies work. Right. You're only in a location for a period of time. Right. They're only in this Regina's house. Right. This week to shoot me out so that I can go do Girls 5 Eva. Right. 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 Actually, just these three days, these first three right. days. Right. Of the shoot, of the entire <laughs> film shoot. Yeah. So then it was just like unbelievably stressful and difficult to like just figure out what the right thing was, you know? Right. Of course. And it's just like, are you even going to like say you could even stay there? Like if Mark was like, it's under control and it's fine and you should stay and work like that's the best thing. Like, how are you even going to focus on doing well, a good job? You I know? had to, I had to stay. Cause like, yeah, it was like once Bertie kind of came back and like was making sense and stuff. Yeah. And they were, she was, and she was at the ER yeah. and they were taking good care of her. Mark was like, I think you should stay. And, yeah. and just, cause I knew I would be done. Honestly, I knew I would be finished with work with this big, <laughs> just the, just the biggest scene that my character has in the movie. Oh my God. That's fine. You yeah. know, just the old, like really just, just the moment, just the only moment that right. is like, the moment for right. me to do that I was like have been looking forward to for right. Anyway. Um, it is what it is, guys. It's fucking life. It's life. It's yeah. fucking life. And like, I didn't need to tell those kids what was happening. They don't. They're twenty two and nineteen, and right. they don't need to know what's uh, doesn't fucking matter. Right. And I mean, do I feel like I killed it? I do not. But. Mm. Do I feel like maybe that's okay? I don't fucking know. Maybe it's okay. I don't fucking know. I mean, listen, I, here's what I know because I've worked because we've worked with Tina and yeah, those guys for so long. And the directors, I don't know. I just met them that I'd met them like mere hours earlier. Oh gosh. Um, I know that if Tina didn't think it was good, she would have stepped in and been like, "Do this, yeah, again." You know what I yeah. mean, right? Yeah. Okay. So or I'm just hopeful. like come up with some other plan. Yeah. I, I mean. I'm, yes. I'm hopeful that like, I, I mean, I trust them implicitly, yeah. right? Because I, we've worked together now for like six fucking years and right. she's not going to let this movie not be great, you know, whatever. I don't yeah, just know what because I'm saying. Of, I'm just like... No, I know what you're saying, but it, it's also really hard to, like, organize your thoughts, and I'm just really sorry that that happened because I happen to know how scary that I is. I know you do. I know, and yeah. I was thinking about you, and I wanted to, like, call you, but I also just couldn't even, like, deal with talking to anyone because no. I just was, like, I just wanted to, like, get through all my shit and, like, yeah. go see Birdie and make sure that they were okay. And so, you know, I was supposed to stay out because we're like on location in New Jersey. It's kind of like far from right. New York City. Right. And I was supposed to stay out here and then just was like, 
well, fuck that. Like, obviously, I'm going home tonight, you know? And so I've just been going back every night. Of course. Also, like, also exhausting. And, but then the car on the way home. So then the car on the way home that night, they, my sweet driver must, oh my God, my God, this man is a goddamn hero. Never in my life before, Casey. Yeah. We're driving, we're driving. And then I was like, oh, well, here we go again. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I rolled down the window and I fucking vomited oh out my gosh. the window on the freeway. Oh, gosh. And he just, that's nothing he hasn't he was seen like, before. Do you need me to pull over? I'm like, no. Uh, I mean, it's gross, man. He's like, <laughs> no, do your thing. You got, you so much, you got so much stress going on. You're okay. Let me know what uh, you need. Do you want some gum? I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. And then I weirdly remembered that I had a giant bowl in one of my bags because you know how I bring bowls with me to work to eat salads in? Yeah, sure. Like my like I bring like my meal delivery to work. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, guys, it's easier for me because the catering, you never know and whatever. Um, so I hadn't eaten my salad that day because I was not feeling well. Not feeling I good. Was, I yeah. just ate like toast. Yeah. Um, but, well, that's actually not true. I ate a Jersey Mike sub. That's what I threw up. That's what I threw up. That's what I threw up outside of a... Wait, can I just tell, as an aside, um, I have started a very intense relationship with Jersey Mike's in the past few months. And... Um, Fuck it. I'm going to order it right now. I always... Again. I <laughs> always it. get the Italian sandwich and I get the giant one so that it can stretch me for three meals. If I'm being honest, it's really only two. But um, get the giant sandwich busy and then cradle it in your arms like a baby before you open it. It's such a good feeling. Wait, do you know that they have a mini now? (laughs) Wait, do you also think that it's weird that I love turkey sandwiches so much that I literally just vomited one out a car window on Monday night? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get one for lunch today. No. Because I had to tell you, it like honestly was not a bad thing to vomit up. It really wasn't. Your turkey sandwich levels are low. You have to replenish your supplies. But anyway, so you vomited in the car and the driver was such a godsend. I love that. He was just, he was like just so gentle and compassionate and like just like kind and yeah. like not. And he was like, don't you worry a thing. Don't <laughs> you worry about anything. And then I got my giant salad bowl out and I was like, well, this is good. I'll just, and then I just literally vomited like four more times into the salad bowl. Oh my God, you poor but thing. But then, and then I had, you guys, I bring a lot of supplies with me when I go to work, you know? Yeah, you always have, like... I always have. You're I have, a, bag, a bags and bags lady. I'm a bags and bags lady. I, like... But also, I thought I was going to be staying... Right. Over. Right. It, I thought I was going to go check into the hotel. Yeah. Whatever. Obviously, did not happen. And so, I had, like, a hair towel with me. Great. Also great. Everything you so need then, to vomit. After I vomited, just put that, just um, use the hair towel to like just clean myself up and then um, just put that hair towel right on over the voms and just held that bowl like like the baby, like the Jersey Mike's baby that you <laughs> held, but just in a different form. And then he just like cradled it until I got home. And... <laughs> <laughs> and Mark obviously was at the the family home when I got there and uh and I had texted him like I just vomited 
several times in the into a bowl in the car. So oh, I'm going to need you to grab this bowl when I get home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he wow. grabbed the bowl and he was like, honestly, this smells kind of good. And I was like, <laughs> I know. It smells like Jersey it's Mike's. Jersey Mike's. It smells like Jersey Mike's. <laughs> Oh my God. Here's how I know that your driver, it's nothing he hasn't seen before because this is such a throwback for people that have been like my friends on Twitter for years. But when I worked at Watch What Happens Live, we they used to send me home in a car because it was too late to catch the train home from Grand Central to Connecticut. And we were using this one company and it just worked out that this one driver didn't mind driving out to Connecticut every night. And in fact, he preferred it. And we, this guy Boone, and he and I became like BFFs, like Boone and I. He was unintentionally or perhaps intentionally hilarious. He used to always be like, don't put what I say on the internet, but I always used to tweet it anyway because it was so funny. I couldn't resist. Just all kinds of things. I mean, at one point, someone compiled everything I ever tweeted about Boone into one document. Um, But... The, the day that I knew he was such a good person is I had brought one of the boys to watch what happens live with me. I think like maybe Lindsay Lohan was on. Like maybe that was the reason. Woo. And they had Speaking like me, everything comes back to me. It girls. all comes back and they wanted to see her. Uh, and I think they, you know, goofed off ate too much craft services, ate too much catering, were running around because they were like a preteen or whatever. And then it was really late at night when we got out of there and we got into the back of Boone's car, stop and start traffic and, you know, car sickness. And so I think it was Eli. And all of a sudden, Eli was like, I think I'm going to throw up. I think I'm going to throw up. So Boone like pulls over into like a rest area. Eli opens up the car door, vomits onto the ground with like seconds to spare. And here's how I knew Boone was great. He walked around to the back of his car, opened the trunk, got a fresh t-shirt, paper towels, and a cup of mouthwash for Eli. Oh my God, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, this shit happens all the time to people that drive people around. They know what's up when it comes to puking. But I love it. I am sorry that you had that experience. I'm glad Mark was there for you and handled... Uh, handled your puke bowl and um how is bird feeling bird was like exhausted yesterday yeah. and stayed yeah. home from school and you know mark said that it was really scary like because she was basically like when he got there what the teacher described and like it's a teacher, it's that teacher that I like love at yeah. Birdie School. Thankfully, yeah. I mean that, that sounds goodness. weird, but I'm no, I'm but glad that she was in like his yeah. class, yeah, because I just like really trust and love that teacher, and I know he really appreciates Birdie and is looking out for them. And um, so it was like toward the end of class, and like they just like I guess Birdie kind of like crumpled, and at first he didn't know if what was going on like if she had yeah. tripped or something and she stood stood up yeah but that she had been very animated during class and okay. like really engaged in conversation and stuff yeah and have been talking a lot about how this is all a simulation oh. of course of course of yeah. course and but then when he like got to her and was like birdie are you okay he could she was like see looked like she was seizing yeah she was on her side yeah. And uh 
he like screamed for the dean or like yelled for the dean. She ran in. She went to get the nurses. He stayed with Birdie. They, like another or another kid went to get the nurses. I don't know. They handled it really well. Yeah, I think. Birdie did bite her tongue really hard uh, on the side. Yeah, the Lincoln really, that was the scariest. I mean, seizure, yes, but then Lincoln looked so banged up after because he just hit his head yeah. and bloodied his he, own mouth. And Well, thankfully, yeah. Birdie didn't hit her head because <laughs> she landed on like a poof sofa like like a chill like a chill area like study area (laughs) sofa thing yeah like a chill pad um but she did like bite her tongue really bad and um and then was really sore too yesterday so but the cat scan came back good and the blood work came back good so now we have to go to the pediatric neurologist so she had a pediatrician appointment today and then we have the pediatric neurologist next Tuesday. I was supposed to go to South but I was supposed to go to LA for the Oscar stuff with Michelle and I was supposed to go right. to and it's just I'm not then I'm not yeah. and I was supposed to go to South by Southwest for yeah. a panel on Monday and uh, I don't you're because gonna, I wouldn't be back till home. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. Um, yeah, I actually just need to. I just need to be with Birdie and just yeah, of course, make sure Birdie's okay. You know, I think I think Birdie was really freaked out too. I'm sure, even though Birdie has like kind of passed out before, like had yeah. like some fainting stuff. That's kind of exactly what happened with Lincoln. Is that he he had that seizure, but then it was sort of tied to like many instances of passing out in the past. Well, here's what I want to say. I'm going to bring up right now. Mark and I have been really looking into and thinking about PMDD with Birdie. Right. And which is premenstrual dysphoria disorder. Correct. Okay. But but there is also like with some people, so Birdie is premenstrual right now. Like Yeah. And We've just tracked like all of this stuff with Bird. Yeah. And we've noticed that it's all literally almost like every single time has lined up to right before Birdie gets the period. But the issue is like Mark had, Mark took Bird to the pediatrician today because, um, Hold on one second. Just FYI, Busy is on set, on the set of Mean Girls right now in her trailer. <laughs> and so if you hear dudes walking by and talking, that's what it is. It's like crew guys. Um, oh, shit. Still working, guys. She's still, she's still working. <laughs> I know. I do feel like it's, a, it's hard for me because, you know, I'm such a fucking perfectionist. Wait, I have to go do a thing right now for a half an hour for this. I'll be right back. Okay. Carry you my wayward son. (laughs) Is that good? Carry (gasps) you my sneakers are. Guys, carry you my are our new favorite. Cool. Super. Sustainable sneaker. Yes. And they're like, they're. Loved by surfers and skateboarders. They're just very cool. Like they sent me the catalog and I was like, oh, I love a sustainable sneaker. Yes. Let's be real. And I was like, yes. ooh, I want these. 
Well, that's I'm the thing. order these. Yeah, they caught on with everyone, yeah. and they had a wait list when I first got the catalog, a 77,000-person wait list, and they just got through and fulfilled all those orders, and so I've got mine, and I love them so much. They're, they're so, so cute. They're so cute. They're so stylish, but you know how sometimes those, like, skateboarder sneakers, like, they don't have a lot of support? These are really supportive, and, like, I feel like I can wear a cool shoe and be comfortable walking around in it all day. They're super comfortable. They have over 33,000 five-star reviews. So, um, Well, don't. I'm a new fan. I love mine so much. They have like, it's cork and memory foam insoles. Yeah. And you know, I walk a lot, guys. I walk a lot, lot here in uh, New York City. Right. And I'm very into it. Also, they do what I love for every pair of sneakers sold. Karayuma plants two trees, which is amazing. They've already planted over 2 million trees, and they're B Corp certified. I love the Oka style, but they have a number of different styles, and they also have a lot of really cool collabs. I'm a sucker for any time Pantone collaborates with a brand, and so I got some Pantone. Oh, I love those Pantone ones. I saw those. sneakers. They're so totally. cute. I knew um, that would be you. Anyway, can't recommend highly enough. They're really, really, really great shoes, and they're reasonably priced. And they ship all their sneakers free and fast in the U.S. of A, and they offer worldwide shipping and 60-day free returns. They deliver right to your door using single-box recycled packaging. And guys... For a limited time, Busy Phillips is doing your best listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Karayuma sneakers. Go to, now I'm going to spell it for you, okay? Go to C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash best to get 15% off. That's C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash best for 15% off only for a limited time. Sakara life. <laughs> I really do think that's the most enduring of them. I it's like a, it. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's an instant classic, I would say. <laughs> um, guys, could your metabolism use a Kickstarter? Are you having gut issues? Yes, ma'am. I am. <laughs> well, Sakara has your answer. Their new Sakara systems are targeted nutritional programs designed to solve whatever your biggest health concern is. Whether it's like weight management or digestion problems. I have digestion problems. Yes. Right now. And what I love is that they deliver ready-to-eat plant-rich meals that help help you look and feel your best, reach your goals of your gut feeling better. Yeah. That's the only goal I have right in this moment. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, once you're feeling a little bit better, you'll do Saqqara for a few days and feel like back to your old self. Well, yeah, I do love it. I feel like it like resets my gut and my whole system, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, And I love that they're ready to eat and delivered to my door. That is my favorite part of it. Uh, Saqqara delivers science-backed plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, 
You guys, you've heard me talk about it before. I've loved Saqqara for so long. I've paid for it many, 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 many times. True. And Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Saqqara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash best. And you're going to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash best. Wait, why can't I hear you? Hold on one second. What did I do? I don't know. Can you not hear me? Wait, now I can hear you. You can hear me? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I could always hear you, actually. Turns That's out. okay. <gasps> Look what's behind you. I. This was my surprise for you today. I hope it cheered uh, you up. It does cheer me up. You sent me a tweet from Renee Rapp that she posted on Twitter <laughs> to cheer me up today. And then I thought, you know what's going to cheer Casey up? Aww. If I have the busy tonight. Neon. S- neon. Logo. Logo sign illuminated. <laughs> uh, installed and illuminated. Thank you, Kirsten. New assistant getting things done. I knew she could do it. I knew, I knew she, she could too, guys. I knew she guys. was going to be able to do it. I did too. Aww. I mean, it's... My eyes are... Swollen from crying. Oh, no. Sorry, my dogs are barking their faces off. Tell them to shut the fuck up. I will. I will. Um, Eli should be home in a minute. But it just, this is the way. Listen, let's tell, this is the way everything's working out, right? The time when we can finally get back on is when my dogs are deciding to have a shit fit. Fucking hissy fit. Um, Because fucking fudgy is having a shit fit in his yard because that's what he's still... We've talked about Fudgy. Yeah, Fudgy's not my fave still. I try to be fair to Fudgy, but he's he's a bad boy. And in his defense, my girls are bad too, so they're just a bad combination. They bring out the worst in each other. Honestly, I think we've all had relationships like that. At least (laughs) I have. Yes. Um, And in fact, like, I've been thinking a lot about that. Like... You know, it's complicated when someone really activates like the worst piece pieces of you. Yes. It it, it really is. Or and triggers that triggers that thing, right? Yeah, that like instinct to just bark your fucking head off. Bark your head off or whatever it is. It's also really easy to slip into your worst self and you don't even notice it happening. And, you know. I do. I do. That's scary. (laughs) That's scary. Um, I just, here's what I'm going to say. Guys, sorry for the fucking tear fest of the first part of this. Well, yeah, we should be clear. Like, we started this on International Women's Day. We were very salty. (laughs) And guys? You were talking about um, Birdie had a medical emergency. Yep, it was very scary. You'd been throwing up. Then in the middle of like when we were recording, you got called back to set and you thought it was going to be like 30 minutes. And it was just the rest of my life. It was just for the rest of the day. So, But then I, but I also found out when I got there that I was going to have today off work, which originally I was supposed to work all day today and all day tomorrow. Yes. So to explain to everyone, this is now a whole other day. This is the next day. The day after. This is Thursday, March 9th at 4 p.m. East. (laughs) The day after International Women's Day. It's one of the 364 days days. that are devoted to people who aren't women. (laughs) 
Correct. Which, um, yeah, most days. <laughs> minus one. Most days. Oh, my God. Uh, what do we do with these dogs? Do we just we... Eli's supposed to be home in, like, a couple minutes. He's here in, like, one second. He's pulling into the driveway right now. He'll be okay. able to get them under control. Okay, Eli. <laughs> Thank you to Eli. He's the one that usually keeps them quiet when they're, I don't know how he does it. A lot of dirty looks and hand gestures, I'm sure. I thought maybe treats. Maybe treats. Probably a lot of treats, but probably also a lot of, I'm I'm picturing that he whispers to them. Mm. And he's like, please just don't do this. Please. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Give mom a break. Come on, gals. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, it's Thursday. I whisper that to I whisper that to my children, and <laughs> and they're like, "You don't deserve any breaks ever." Oh my god! How is everyone doing? How is your puking? You went to the doctor this morning. I did. I did. I used this opportunity to just check in on my health, guys. Um, no, I'm kidding. I, <laughs> I'm feeling terrible. Um, I just got stoned, so I'm just going to tell you that. I got to tell you that right now. I did. I I did. I did. It helps with the nausea. Yeah, Let's it be helps. Real. That, I mean, that's what they say. Um, no, it's been an unbelievably fucking shitty several days coinciding with like an amazing thing I'm super excited about. Right. Obviously, um, HealthWise Bird had a checkup with the peed, a Trishon, and everything looks good. Good. But we are going to just follow up with the pediatric neurologist sure. on... Tuesday, and then the man, the lovely man that's been driving me as I throw up, vomit, and cry in the back of his car. Yeah. It's not his car. It's a transpo car, thankfully. Yeah, sure, sure. But he's he's <clears throat> responsible for it. But he, he, uh, I do want to say the car came back the next morning and it was, all the vomit was gone. He did clean it. He <laughs> had the car washed. Yes. See? It was, yeah. That's, that's um, a good man. That's it a good was really man. nice. It was really kind. But he's very kind. But also he was like... Yesterday was like, he always asks, or he <laughs> always, you guys, we've known each other four days. We're bonded for life. Um, <laughs> it's but he was trauma bonding. <laughs> it is trauma bonding. No, but he asked how Birdie was doing. Yeah. And I said, oh, she's good. Then the pediatrician, and, and he was like, this is just interesting because this was his personal experience. I'm. He was like, may I offer something? And you know I said, of course, always. Right? Sure. Yes. And he said, have her tested for Lyme. Oh, interesting. And I said, that is interesting and not something I would think of because I'm really from the West Coast. And he was like, and then he told me a very scary thing that happened with his kid. And then it turned out to be Lyme. Anyway, all this to say. I was also going to offer, Lyme is the smart way to go. I was also thinking POTS. Do you know the, the condition POTS? No, but I thought you were saying pot. Like, no, don't she give, stole my pot. No, don't. No, I don't think. No, that. I thought you. No, I thought you were saying that like she passed out because she stole my pot. No, no, no. No, that okay. the, I would never have suspected that in a million years. No, no there's bird, this, that's not for birdie. There's this condition that I think is, I gosh, all of these things I think are interrelated, but it's called postural orthostatic um, tachycardia syndrome. And when you said that she stood up before like sort of crumpling writing it down i'm writing it down a lot of people i actually know a lot of people that have been diagnosed with it and um when you said that she got faint after standing up that's what made me think of it because that is like the main the main hallmark of it is people whose blood pressure drops 
very quickly mm. when they stand up. Okay. Okay. I'm going to look into it. Look I have into written in my it. notes now, lime slash pots. <laughs> and for all I know, lime and pots are probably like best friends. You know what I mean? Like the more I look at this, well, listen, I'm getting a lot of medical information from TikTok videos that I see. As as we all are. Not even on TikTok. Like it's, it's filtering through to my Instagram. Yeah, obviously. But the more I see about like, ADD. I'm like, I definitely mm-hmm. have ADD. I definitely yeah, no do. And also that it's like connected to like all the Ellers Danlos. And like mm-hmm. every time I like just thought I got hives because I was like a hivey person. Apparently, like that is also connected to according to this TikTok that I Shut saw. Up. Are you kidding? Yeah, that is. Because you know, like, I'm Ivy. I know. And I was like, oh, I just think it's because I'm like awkward, lol, like Lizzie McGuire. But no, it's like, um. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, there's some you, medical reason. By the way, you are awkward, like Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I'm awkward, like Clarissa explains it all. <laughs> That's who I'm awkward, like. Oh, um, okay. All right. Well, this is all, it's all helpful. And yeah. Probably just, it's all connected and it's probably all because of like our gut bacteria and yes. uh, our gut bacteria is well, probably speaking unchangeable. Which, <laughs> yeah. Has your so gut I back- did, I did go to the doctor because yes. I have just been feeling so weird, nausea, periodic nausea, vomiting, right? kind of diarrhea, but like, you know me always, okay, I always yeah. have it. So it's like, that's never the thing that I report first. Right. Um, and just like a, bleh, like gassy, whatever. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure because guys, here's what I'm going to just tell you. I also found out yesterday that I have a really close friend going through like a very scary medical Ugh thing right now like you know this this second I'm sorry and me too it's really um I just it's fucking not easy um but she went to the ER because she'd been having she's like been having a pain yeah you know yeah for a couple months and like sort of like self-diagnosing with like oh it's this oh it's that Oh, with, I'll change this. With It'll be TikTok, th- yeah. With tech, with as we all do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, that might be the thing to do when you're like 14. But when you right. are 43, like we have to when you feel a thing, go to right. the doctor. Because you, you know, because then now there's a, you know, it's a whole thing. It's now. a thing. Yeah. Um so you but went any, to but the my doctor. point being, I went to the doctor today. Yeah. And they examined and took blood and Everything looks good. They did not think I needed a CAT scan because they like felt my stomach, took all my symptoms, like whatever. Yeah. There has been like a stomach bug slash norovirus proper going around New York, apparently. All right. I will say I did go to the Broadway show last Friday night. I started to feel sick on Sunday afternoon. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It's possible that I pick. I mean, I was like out and about in New York on, you know. They think it's probably like some sort of like little buggy stomach thing. Yeah. And that I didn't need to get a CAT scan because all my blood looked good. Yeah. But my cholesterol is incredibly low. Oh, that's so good because mine was crazy high the last time I went to the doctor. Did I tell you this? She said it was probably from having COVID. 
I know, and that it should go back to normal. So I'm just waiting because, like, I'm like, God, I don't have a lot going for me, but normal cholesterol, can I just have that? Like, that's, I prided myself on, like, having good blood pressure and good cholesterol. And I've always said, well, I have good blood pressure as well. I have low blood pressure. Yeah. So Birdie probably does too, and maybe that's a thing. I don't know. You're feeling better. Yeah. I was they literally so were like worried was, you were going to yeah. test positive for not being able to eat Jersey Mike's anymore. I mean, if you can throw up a food <laughs> and then the next day be like, I would probably like, order that again. I'd probably get that again. My bar smells good <laughs> and I'm getting this tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, it's weird. Every other food that I've ever thrown up when I think about it, I'm like, oh, never again. Like Bertie oh to this God, day yes. won't won't drink, won't drink, won't have any tomato-based soups because she, like years ago when she was in preschool, got the stomach flu after she had had like a bread bowl with like a tomato-based minestrone or something like that and has never to this day, if she sees a tomato soup, absolutely yeah. not. But, and yet- 12 hours later, I was ready to order another Jersey Mike's. One time I got food poisoning from a uh, a chain restaurant that rhymes with schmacko schmel. And uh, I couldn't even make eye contact with the sign for like, <laughs> a, like 11 or 12 years. I just had to come to terms with it when we moved to California because yeah, there were so many. It. You can't, can't avoid, avoid it. it. And I was like, I'm going to get in a fucking car accident because I have to like cover my eyes every time <laughs> I pass by this restaurant. I couldn't even look at the sign. I get it. I get it. So Jersey Mike's has Ooh. a lot, a lot to recommend it. If you can barf up a bowl, barf up <laughs> your sandwich into a bowl, into a bowl hand that it you to carry your, into your home, hand it to your ex-husband and then be like, I'm getting that turkey sandwich again tomorrow. And your ex-husband's like, your barf did not smell bad. What your was that? Barf is like very delicious smelling. Re- you guys, it smelled it was so <laughs> disgusting. It smelled like baking bread. <laughs> it smelled like when you walk into a Jersey Mike. Like fresh and it, like, bread. Fresh, fresh bread. Barely digested That's bread. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so glad I got high. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, and I'm glad Bird's doing okay. I was worried about you guys, but I I also understand, like, that – I just – it's, like, for me, it's always the waiting, like, when you're going through the process. You're very good about it. You're always very calm about, like, well, I went to the doctor, and, like, I'm waiting to hear something. I'm not great with the waiting, so – I really Um, admire your nerves of steel. I'm okay with this uh, waiting right now with, because I feel like all of Birdie's like tests and everything came back. Like, I feel like the probability is low. Yeah. Um, I'm not super, I'm not doing great about my friend right now, but. I'm sorry. You must be really scared and upset. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, um, did I tell you that thing Michelle said to me last week? I don't think so. What'd she say? She got a, she started to see a new therapist and like the therapist is like Buddhist. Oh, wow. And Michelle's not Buddhist, but 
I think is thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. She's not like she, she. I don't think she has like a. She probably is some type of enlightened figure. Yes, you know? I think she is. Herself. That's what, that's by the way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and I said to her like, "Oh well, I mean, you know, like as you do with your friends, you're just like, oh, like is this is there like a a driving force." behind you going to see like this per like this new person right, and whatever, right. like what's going, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, <laughs> you know, how when Michelle talks to me, she's always like sort of like petting my arm. Yes. You know, Casey, <laughs> yes. like, so Michelle's just like a very gentle, gentle person. Yeah. And when she is like talking to me about anything, sometimes she just like lightly is like also scratching my arm. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just yeah. so soothing. Yeah. So she's like scratching my arm and she's like, you know, I had this realization looking at the baby the other yeah. day. We don't, I don't have that much time left of like just the really great physical health years. Like she's like, we have like maybe 10, 15 years left of that. Yeah. And like in about 10 years, we're going to start getting the call. And I was like, what are you talking Like literally, I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, it's going to be me or you busy. And it's going to be cancer. And I was like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, God. No, I know. And I was like, Michelle, stop it. And she's like, no. But she's like, but you know what I mean? She's like, it's going to be like, we're going to start getting these calls. And like, right. we're going to start losing people that we love. Right. Right. And her point was just like, she wanted to see this new person because she wants to be able to really like be present. And like, yeah. how do we live these next bits of our life? She's like not crying all the time. You know, she's right. like talking to right. me about my shit. Right. You know, like not looking back on this time and thinking like, oh my God, I was so overwhelmed and I was like crying right. all the time. Right. But because I think we'll get on the other side of it and be, you know, we just want to look back. I only want to look back with like fondness for how I've been living these years. Right. Right. Yeah. Even if there's like, it's not to take out the bad. Like there's always right. going to be, because certainly like the world is. Right. Right. I said something to my husband the other day and he was like, oh my God, has anyone ever said that? And like, I could have already said it to you, whatever, whatever. But we were just talking about, like, everything going on with, you know, our lives and, like, just, you know, what's happening in my life in particular. And I said, I'm never going to get over it, but I have to get on with it. And he was like, is that, like, a book? Did somebody already write that book? Because I'm just, like, it. people are, like always trying to tell you how to get over things. Right. And it's just like, you're never going to, you don't get over anything. Clearly, you don't get over shit. I can still tell you what my second grade teacher told me to hurt my feelings or whatever. I still remember it vividly. I'm never getting over any of this. But I do have to, like, get on with my life because I am still here. Yes. And like, I don't even think people who have been truly terrible to me were hoping that I would get pinned in the same place by what they did to me and remain there for the rest of my life. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't think they think about it that much at all. But I for sure know that somebody that loved me and did the best they could in life to show me that they loved me doesn't want me stuck in a place, you know? A hundred percent. And I don't want me stuck in a place, but I'm unfortunately the only person that can get myself unstuck. Unstuck. And so, you know, no matter how much anyone else tries to unstick me, I'm like real Winnie the Pooh wedged in a, a tree hole, you know? Um, and also, I don't wear pants a lot, similarly. Um, but- you and my children. <laughs> My children are such Winnie the Poohs. It's fucking hilarious. It makes me laugh so hard. It started with Birdie being a Winnie the Pooh, and yeah. now Cricket's a Winnie the Pooh. It's just like, I don't know. I think it's like maybe genetic. Uh, it I has feel to like, be. I'm, but, I'm, oh, I am a Winnie the Pooh. Did I ever tell you about like when, yeah, you're like, you go around in your, in your underwears a lot. I know. Did I, know. I ever tell you about... The time when my mom like tried to redo our ceiling in our house. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'll try to tell it fast, but it is, oh my God. Okay. So, was it a popcorn ceiling? Yeah. Okay. So, I grew up in a house that my grandfather built on his own, and it was just like, the house that Jack built, is that the right thing to say? Like, n- the windows were all irregular sizes, and I slept up in the attic, which was unfinished and uninsulated um, because, like, our uncle had to move in. My uncle had to move in with us at one point, and so, and there were only two bedrooms in the house, and there were too many people, and my mom, she told me, I that was my bedroom when I was a little kid, too. I slept up in the unfinished, uninsulated attic. Anyway, the house was just, like, if it could leak, if it could flood, if it could get stuck, if it could, what that's what that house was. Like, I fell through the deck one time because the deck was rotted. I mean, just like, it was like a haunted it's house. It's a real money pit. It was a real money pit, but there was no money, and it wasn't like And a, no Tom Hanks. No Tom Hanks. And it was just really a, a tiny cottage. So anyway, there came a time when our roof was leaking because it had never been replaced in like all the years since my grandfather had built the house and my grandfather had died long ago. And so our roof was leaking and it was leaking right into like my unfinished attic bedroom, but it was also then leaking down to the finished part of the house, like and through the ceiling, the plaster ceiling. And so the plaster of the ceiling started to crack and, you know, have like water spots on it, whatever, whatever. Like, also, there was no internet. You had to get these, like, Reader's Digest, like, fucking home repair books from the library. Nobody knew how to do shit. And oh, my God. No one knew how to do fucking anything. And, and like, we just weren't in a place where, like, we knew anyone who was, like, let me actually, like, help you solve this or whatever. So my mom was, like, determined she was going to solve it herself. So she just went to the hardware store. She bought a bucket of something. I think it was, like, joint compound, which I don't think is, like, the <laughs> appropriate material. But she was like, I'm going to just put a textured ceiling up there and it'll cover all of the cracks and imperfections. Never mind that like the the roof was still leaking, whatever. But she was going to put this textured ceiling up on the ceiling. And so she did that and it was really hard work and she busted her ass to put this textured ceiling up there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then 
it still rained and it was real I was really worried that it was going to like threaten the integrity of the new ceiling but nothing happened it was fine but then it rained so hard that our basement flooded and th- I'm talking like a couple feet of water like I used to um get in a little cooler and like paddle around uh down in our flooded basement cuz it was literally <laughs> like a lake me and my cousin Peter um but so anyway our basement flooded and it flooded so high that the water got sucked into the furnace and the furnace was just blowing steam out of our heating vents and the steam <laughs> steamed off the new ceilings surface that my mom and so it was just falling down in giant like (laughs) like fucking plaster flapjacks like and my mom was just so like so angry and so hurt and I was just like and it was just one of those things where like you can't say anything like I don't know if you've I'm I know no I do know you've had this relationship where with a person where you're just like they're just mad no matter what there's nothing that I'm going to be able to say that is going to like help no help them feel yes. any better whatever so like the move was just to get the fuck out of there and luckily I was a teenager and my boyfriend had bought me a car so I had a car and I was a cheerleader and so I just went to live this whole other life where I was like a glamorous cheerleader with a cool car that a guy bought me <laughs> and uh nobody had to know that my ceiling was falling down back in my house up the road at the farm and so we had a football game I went and then one of the younger cheerleaders who was super cool and great Kimberly was like oh shoot I forgot my like skivvy bottoms you know you need to put those on under your skirt it's like a half a leotard or whatever they're not attached to the cheerleading skirts maybe people don't know that but well uh, that makes sense though so you can wash them so you can wash them yes exactly so um she was like I'm locked out of my house I don't have my skivvy bottoms and I was like oh it's okay I'll drive you back to my house I have an extra pair we'll grab them and we'll make it back in time for the game so we drive back to my house and I just like we just go in the house to run in to get these skivvy bottoms and my mom is literally standing on a kitchen chair in a t-shirt and just underwear Winnie the Pooh <laughs> cursing and like vacuuming the ceiling <laughs> like trying to <laughs> trying to suck down all of the fucking joint compound that she put up there before oh. it could like fall down on its own and insult her further <laughs> wait i'm sorry vacuuming the ceiling as when like winnie the pooing waltz winnie the pooing <laughs> Just i actually i can't a nightmare That's- and Kimberly, hilarious. To her, Kimberly, to her credit, was just like, hey, nice to see ya, and like did not say shit because she just knew. She knew. She knew. She, she knew. just knew. <laughs> you know what, go- Kimberly? Kimberly could read a room. <laughs> Kimberly read the room. She read the room and she was like, the ceiling is fucking falling on this lady. <laughs> Nice to see you, ma'am. Kim Robles, if you're listening, no matter wherever you are in this world, I love you. And uh, you were you were the best. Oh, my God. That is you are the best. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. But anyway, yeah, a long history of Winnie the Poohing. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how we got on the subject. I don't of either. Not wearing but I'm pants, glad we got but... to take the journey <laughs> back in time. That's oh a great fucking God. story. That is so, a great fucking story. So insane. 
Uh, so I'm working this week, and you guess what? I packed my set bag in. Did you bring your base weekender? Base, 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 base. <laughs> I used my base weekender bag because here are the things that I need to t- take with me. I need to put my laptop in there. It has a little laptop thing. I like to bring an extra pair of comfy slippers just in case. Sometimes you never know. The wardrobe department's like just got a pair that you don't like, whatever. So <laughs> yeah. I bring my own slippers. I put it in the shoe compartment, zipper compartment underneath fantastic. Also threw in an extra pair of sweatpants um, down in that little zipper compartment in case at the end of the night, I didn't feel like putting jeans back on. Sometimes that happens to me when I'm working. Perfect. And then in the main bag itself, I had like toiletries I needed. I had some snacks. I had that big bowl I puked in. (laughs) I had so many things and that extra pair of underwear. And I showed up at work and then it was in my trailer and Eric Gurian, our friend Eric Gurian came by and I'm going to say this. Eric likes nice things in his life. Yes, he's a fancy boy. And he said, that your bag? And I was like, yeah, this is my bag. And he's like, it's a good looking bag. What is that bag? <laughs> and I said, why that bag, Eric Gurian, is base. <laughs> it was designed and created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags. They advertise on our podcast. They sent me this bag and I love it. He said, you know what he said. Can you get me one? Can you get me one? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Eric, no. Use you can our code. Use our code. You to can use order our it. code, Eric. Like everyone else. Like everybody else. Like you guys should definitely use our code to get your own base weekender bag or rolly bag or whatever luggage you're in the market for today. I don't know. Guys, I cannot stress to you enough how We love these bags. These bags are. It was like, do you know how when you're almost on the verge of trying to invent something yourself because you have so specifically in your mind what you need and it just doesn't exist out there? Yes. That's where I was with luggage and specifically like a rolly bag and then like a shoulder carry-on bag. And then base came into my life and I could just let go of like – all of the angst that I had before because they worked yeah. so so perfectly. Shay Mitchell thought of it. Yeah, she's and she's a genius. I mean, honestly, I'm like so into it on into this luggage. It's like it's she like, should you know, win you an guys, Oscar for she it. She should. She should. You know, guys, I get I get on one sometimes about like celebrities starting like brands, or I'm like, oh, why did you do that? You know, yeah. this is like literally. I get it. A B. I'm like, thank God. Thank God she was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make the perfect traveling gear because nobody has it. Stuff that looks beautiful as it ages. Something that I'm not going to be like embarrassed rolling up to set with. Right. Anyway, we love it. We love these base bags. Guys, check them out. And then this is the best news. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash best. Go to B-E-I-S-T-R-A-V-E-L.com slash best for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash best. Okay, guess what? This is not a joke. What? So guys, if you've gotten to the part where I talk about my puking. (laughs) So today I, later in the podcast, I order some food, but the only thing that I 
have eaten that's made my stomach feel okay. This is not, I'm truly not a joke. They have, I made a note this morning that <laughs> if they were advertising on the podcast that I would be like, I would call it out because yeah. it's the only thing that I've like not, that I've been able to keep down. Yeah. Truly are my wild grain sourdough rolls. Oh, and they cook okay. in 12 minutes. There are sourdough dough rolls with the same fermented uh, process. Yeah. Because I was eating like regular crackers, you know? Yeah. And, and it wasn't working you know, for you. No, because I'm glu- like gluten intolerant too. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And it was like just hurting me more. Yeah. But then I opened the freezer and I was like, thank God my wild grain came. <laughs> And I saw, and I had ordered, I don't know why I'm a genius, but I had gotten the sourdough rolls this time. Yeah. And I popped a roll in 12 minutes in my little toaster oven at 400. And I had this beautiful fermented sourdough bread that, because I was so hungry. Yeah. And I, it was, it was truly like. A gift. A gift. And by the way, I don't even know. I felt better after I ate it. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Well, because you were sick and hungry and hadn't eaten in so long. But I have to say, Wild Grain doesn't make any of these claims, by the way. We're just telling you our experience. This is, they ask you to give you, give personal anecdotes. I am telling you, this is like the most personal of anecdotes that really relates to what we're talking about on the podcast today. Wild Grain saved your life. All week, and this morning, the only thing that I've eaten that hasn't made me feel like I'm going to like vom is my is my white wild grain sourdough rolls. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and for me, like I, I know it's wild, but I still sneeze all the time, reliably. Anytime I eat anything with wheat, and it always happens. And then my family will always turn to me and be like, you ate pizza or like you had a hot dog bun or whatever. Wild grain never has made me sneeze one single time. And believe me, I enjoy every single thing that they send every single time. So I'm able to eat pasta, bread, rolls, croissants, cookies for the first time in years without like sneezing my face off. It's a miracle. Again, wild grain doesn't claim to... uh, clear up sneezing from sneezy people. No, but but that's my experience. I'm just saying for me, I think, you know, they do, unlike most supermarket bread, um, wild grain uses this like slow fermentation process that is, is easier on your belly, is definitely low in sugar and is rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Right. Guys, wild grain, a bake from frozen subscription box, for breads and pastas and artisanal pastries. I we're obsessed. We are like truly on board, obsessed. We love this. And for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. So right. we love that. All you do is you sign up at wildgrain.com slash busy and you choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. And it's very easy to reschedule or to skip or to cancel. Um, and plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. The croissants and 30, are so good. They're so good. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash busy. That's wildgrain.com. 
com slash busy, or you can use the promo code busy at checkout. What else is going on? I mean, like, listen, the world mm. is more on fire than it has been in quite some time, I'd and, say. I mean, it's been on fire, and then it somehow gets more on fire. So, like, and yes. then sometimes they just light the fires in different places. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, yesterday was International Women's Day. I was feeling very salty about it. And I made an Instagram post that was very <laughs> salty. And a lot of people were just telling me, like, oh, yeah, this is what my work is doing for International Women's Day. It's such bullshit. Like, they're, you know, they're asking women to say, like, what women inspire them or whatever. And it's like, it's not even, that's not even fucking what it's about. It's about, like, pursuing equality worldwide for women. We're like, the most amazing woman I know is my co-CEO of my makeup brand. (laughs) She's definitely an international woman. <laughs> She's dope. <laughs> She's always supported me. Women supporting women. Hashtag. Uh, backwards. The hashtags first. <laughs> I knew what you meant. I knew what you hashtag meant. Hashtag IWD 2023. <laughs> the most inspiring woman in my life is definitely my teacher. <laughs> Who doesn't get paid? The most inspiring woman in my life is my mother, of course. (laughs) Obviously, it's my mother. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. We should have skipped it this year. I feel like— You know what the history is? Of International Women's Day? Mm -hmm. It's interesting, actually. Tell me what it is, because— Well, there's three things that happened on March 8th. The first was the first, like— protest of women workers in New York City asking for fair wages. I mean, guys, they were not asking for parity or equality. They couldn't do that. Just wanted fair wages. They just wanted fair wages. Yeah. Just give us some fair payment. Fuck the kids. You can you can pull one over on the children. They right. don't know any, but they can't do math. Right. But we're actually adult women. Just pay us a fair wage. But that the first protest happened in like 1906. Seven, maybe earlier. Okay. Industrial rev times. No, it was probably around. It was workers' rights was around then. Yeah. Right? Ni- yeah, early 1900s. So. Okay. Anyway, then there was like a women's equality protest in Russia that also happened on that day, but like in another year in the early 1900s, early mid 1900s. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then there's a third, the, in the UK, there was a suffragette thing in like the 1800s or no, I think the worker, the U S worker one was first in the timeline. Okay. And then there's like a thing in Russia. And then on that date, there was a thing in um, the UK for like suffragette, like suffrage, yeah. you know, for women, for them suffrage. to have yeah. women suffrage or not for them to have women's. We have we have suffered yeah. <laughs> for, the, for women's suffrage. So anyway, and that was also that big March protest thing was also held on that day. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then in Ger- a German woman was the first one that like started International Women's Day. And I can't remember. It's like much later, like in the 70s maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's just, I mean... All of those things that you named that women were fighting for back then, 
still fighting for all of them now. Turns out. You know what I mean? Because you can. Exactly. Like, even like we quote unquote have the right to vote for now, you know, like making it really difficult for a lot of people to vote. Um, could probably gonna get more difficult in the future. I just, yeah, I wasn't feeling it yesterday. I was actually grateful yesterday. Like most days, I'm like, I really miss the structure of like working in, you know, in TV. an environment with other people. Yeah, working in TV mm-hmm. and like, but I didn't miss working for like a big company yesterday that was gonna be like, it's International Women's Day donuts or whatever the fuck, you know. Because whatever the fuck. I'm with you. I'm not feeling great about any of this shit right now. Yeah. There's been lots of reasons why I'm not feeling great about it. Yeah. And and I just am a little bit like feeling like I, I, again, am in this place of like, Glo- like looking at globally and like the st- what the states are doing in all of these places. Right, and, right. And then corporations. And corporations. Walgreens, fuck off. Fuck off, Walgreens. You know what? You know who's not, you know what this podcast is not brought to you by? Walgreens, because they are not selling the abortion pills in 22 states, uh, six of which abortion is still legal. Right, right. And so I was like, Oh, of course, all of my prescriptions are at Walgreens. And then I was like, do I have the mental bandwidth to change them? And I was almost like, I don't know. I honestly don't know if I have, like, the mental capacity. Can I tell you something? What? I think the other pharmacy will just do it for you. Do they? Well, Yeah, I actually think you can just change pharmacies and they kind of get in the system and just fucking do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was like, I'd already made up my mind that I have to do it anyway because, like, Governor Newsom was like, the state of California is not going to give any more contracts to Walgreens. And I was like, if Governor Newsom can, like, cancel California's contracts with Walgreens, I guess I can cancel my, you know. I do want to say to everybody listening that if it ever comes to anything and you live in a place where you can't find abortion pills or you can't get them for whatever reason, go to aidaccess.org. It's aidaccess.org. That's that incredible doctor um, in the Netherlands. Um, that's her organization. And gotcha. they're doing a really great job of getting people who need medication for medica- med- medication abortions. Oh, great. Getting them the medication, regardless of where they may live. That's very helpful. Yeah. So Um, anyway, that's where I am. Canceling my prescriptions and trying to decide what new pharmacy. Wait, but I do want to read something to you because I was trying to look for like what my new pharmacy is going to be. And um, I was like, maybe I'll go with like uh, a privately owned pharmacy. Wait, that's what I just did. And instead of like a corporate pharmacy. Yes. I'm so happy. And so I found this one pharmacy that's like also a compounding pharmacy, which is sometimes helpful because if you need like a special Uh medication whipped up, like sometimes they can do it. Yes. And so they had very favorable reviews on Yelp, but is Uh this mean to read? (laughs) 
<laughs> but it was so funny. It made me laugh so hard. Okay, so I was reading all the positive Yelp reviews, but then I keep reading because I always want to get down to like the three. You gotta. And- I gotta say you gotta. Okay, so this person left a three-star review of this pharmacy that I was considering switching to and said, I'm leaving three stars because I like the women who run it. They are sweet, and perhaps for human drugs, it is a fine place. But I've tried twice here for compounded meds for my cat, and neither have been positive. I've wasted over $100 worth of drugs because they are completely unpalatable. The first time I thought it was because they used this oily base that was cod liver oil, really smelly, and he hated it. The next time I tried Tutti Frutti because he's a strange cat and he loves (laughs) Clavamox, which is fruity and sweet. The Tutti Frutti was a nasty oil oil-based product, again, that was flat and bitter. I tried the meds, which is probably not good since I have low blood pressure, and these meds are for my cat's high blood pressure, but I won't put anything in my wait, cat's wait, mouth. Wait, wait, wait. Casey, you're making this up. No. This is, no, this is a fucking parody. But I won't put anything in my cat's mouth without a dabble taste to make sure he will not hate me for forcing it down his throat. It nope. was so atrocious, I couldn't even give him one dose. I would not use them for compounding pet medicine unless you have a pet with no taste buds. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I was dying of laughter (laughs) because I've done a lot of things, but I never thought to taste my pet's medicines before to make sure. That they were delicious. I feel like this person made the call that that they didn't even try to give it to the Tutti Frutti to their cat because they thought it was gross. (laughs) Too gross for their cat. And then it wraps up saying that they absolutely could not give the cat the medicine because he would never trust them again. But do you – are you supposed to get (laughs) – Pet medicine at a regular pharmacy? I think you can, yeah. I mean, we get regular pet medicine at, like, at like a regular pharmacy. I think you we do? Get I think we get our dog's medicine at, like, Costco or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like oh, we're... Co- oh. Like That's the weird. pharmacy at Costco. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll hmm. switch my meds to Costco because I don't, I don't want bad tutti fruity. <laughs> It made me laugh so hard. It's so fucking weird, I have to say. <laughs> I I mean, listen, I I admire the commitment to your animals. So if whoever you are out there who's tasting your your cat's medicine, um we're just having fun. We're just having Truly. We were just entertained a little bit and just, by We love it. <laughs> and I hope your cat's doing good. Whew. What else is going on? What can, um, we, what can we do? What can we do? What is to be done? I don't know. How was yesterday after, like, you thought you were going to go back and shoot something for a half hour, and it turned yeah. out to be a little more, but did you feel like it went well? Um, or were you, like, is, vomiting into bowls everywhere? No, I wasn't vomiting into bowls. But this is um, this is definitely... Uh, I am obsessed with Renee Rapp. I really like her too. I just love her. Watch the sex lives of college girls. And I think she's great. She's exceptional. She is in a word exceptional. She's so fucking delightful. And since she and I were really working together yesterday, like 
just, it was like we had a scene that was just us. Yeah. Um, I got to like hang out with her a lot and she's just the most fucking delightful. I just, yeah, she's the Aww. best. Um, but other than that, like I, it's, these kids are so talented. The movie is going to look so great. It's oh, like good. nuts. Yeah. Everybody's really and excited. I'm super excited too. These kids are like, it's insane how talented these kids are. It's wild. And it's so fun. And if you didn't get a chance to see the musical or any, you know, ever hear the music or whatever, you're going to, you're going to love it. It's, it's their bangers. It's like uh, great. I just am, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Oh, good. I'm excited too. I think that's going to be, well, people are already counting like, the days. I mean. Really? When does yeah. it come out? What are you talking I, about? Next year. Uh, sure. Doesn't it? I don't know. I actually don't know when it comes out. Oh, okay. Well, if you, if anyone would know, you would. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think, that, I actually don't think that's true. You know, you know me. Right. No, I, I, yeah. What do you, you're, all you need to know is when you're supposed to be there. Exactly. Are you wrapped um, shooting? Are you? No, I have one part? more thing. No, I have one more thing tomorrow night. I'm very excited about it. Okay. I will say I'm also like very excited about the wardrobe situation. Oh, nice. And like, I think that the character, I think that people will understand. And I hope, I mean, I hope they understand and they love. I'm just, because I'm just not, you know, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's just a different it's a whole different show than like the me. It's not a re, right, right make of the Mean Girls movie, right. Um. So I hope that, yeah, because yes. we did a, I we did a very specific. I did a very specific mom, you know. <laughs> so I hope that oh people enjoy it. Um. I had to pick some gratitude cards just now because I was. I'm just feeling like that's what I needed to do. Yeah, that's okay. what you need to do. So here's the three that I got, and then Casey, if you want, we can try to do an energetic poll. Okay. Where I thing, and then you tell me. Okay. So wait. Okay. But here's what I got. I I picked three because I was just gonna pick two, but the third one had flipped up, so I felt oh, like it was. Oh yeah, a, you had it was to. It chosen. was make, making itself known. Mm -hmm. Um. So in this order, this is what I got. We have managed to learn a few things down the years. Is that the expression? Down the years? I, I guess. Mean, over maybe, the years? Maybe so. I think some, it's more yeah. over the years. Yeah. But anyway, but that's not what this card says. This card says down the years. Okay. But we can, I think it means over the years. Okay. We have managed to learn a few things down the years. Here's the second one I pulled that I'm going to be grateful for in this moment. We do not know what will happen in the future. That's true. There you go. That's great. And then the third one that I pulled that was actually just flipped upside down. So I felt like it pulled me. Yeah. A few times we really felt understood. That's a good one. Those are good. So yeah. I do feel, I feel all of those things. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm grateful true. for all of those things. Um, do you want me to pull one or two for you? Yeah, do it. Okay. You tell me when to stop. Okay. All right. Stop. I got it. I got it. Most of the 78 organs in our bodies have performed pretty reliably since the day we were born. Oh, wow. That's a, that is a good one. That's I've, great to yeah. be grateful about. Yeah. I'll pick another one. After I just bitched about my liver. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I know. You owe that man an apology. 
Okay, here, I'm going to do another one. So you okay. just tell me. Stop. I got two. Okay, ready? I got yeah. two. We can, without too much effort, order a bowl of French fries. That's, I mean, that was literally the close of my International Women's Day post. I said I was just going to go get some fries. So these cards aren't bad, is all I'm saying. <laughs> and are you ready for the last one? Yes. It's so much easier now to track down a slightly unusual replacement battery. <laughs> I guess that's what we're going to be grateful for today, guys. My vacuum cleaner, my Dyson mm -hmm. cordless which was a gift from my mother, needs a slightly unusual replacement battery. And? And I can get it. So our, these are things to be grateful for this week. I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, mm -hmm. I, love that, I love a practical fortune. I do too. These cards are so weird. They were like, I, they're definitely something that just comes from like one of those gift shops somewhere, yes. you know, yes. like, like an Urban Outfitters, but for like ladies who like mugs and things. <laughs> yes. Um, Some tea towels. Tea towels. Uh, candles. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember when I got them, but all I know is that I've had them a really long time. Yeah. Not like angel card long, but like they've just been around. Right. I, like literally think they were like in a gift basket or something. Like, I don't know how they came to be in my possession. Or maybe I bought them for someone else at one of those weird stores and then I just kept them. You just kept them. But I have to say, I fucking love their weird little things, sayings, the things like that they're to be grateful for. Because some of them are I'm like, they're so fucking weird. And I'm like, what? Okay. But I think Wait, and then I think about I think it and I'm like, good. oh, and I'm like that that battery one, that's an actionable item. You know what I mean? Yeah, I oh, love I, I love an actionable item. So we don't like you can say something ethereal to me and so, or something that's like very profound or you know, deep. But I also just love the universe forcing a card into your hand that's like, bitch, just order that battery instead of like vacuuming in three minute increments in your house. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And you can be grateful that you live at a time that you can do that. Yeah. Because by the way, we had another cordless Dyson vacuum before the batteries were replaceable and that battery also died and we didn't learn our lesson and got another one. But now it, times are different. So that's, that's, you can a, get that replacement battery. That's a little bit of a miracle. That's what I try to tell myself every time when I'm like having a freak out because my cell phone's not doing what I want it to do. Mm. And I'm like, which is often, you know, you're like, I don't mm -hmm. have service. I don't have any bars. My email's not going through. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking miracle, this thing that I have in my hand, like yeah. that I never would have dreamed of when I was 12 years old existing. And, like, it'll work again. It will work again. It will work again under slightly better circumstances in a few minutes, probably. <laughs> Actually, didn't need to use ZocDoc today because I went to the doctor that I found on ZocDoc to check me out <laughs> for my stomach. So I was good. I was good. But to tie it back to ZocDoc... 
Well, I, I mean, ZocDoc. yeah, you're still first time around. ZocDoc found you like the doctor that you stayed with. I think that's an excellent testimony. I am still also seeing the doctor that I found on ZocDoc. And uh, so I think of ZocDoc every time I go to see her. Listen, guys, there are thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc and they're there to help you. They listen like a friend. They give you expert care that you deserve. Yeah. We were just talking earlier about how, you know, we're getting all kinds of like health information from TikTok or wherever. Um, and you just go down these rabbit holes. No, don't do it. The solution do is it. go see an actual medical an professional actual who can who can talk to you about if what's going on weird with you. If you're feeling weird in some way and you're like, oh, I'm just going to self-diagnose this, don't, maybe. Don't do no. that. No. Why don't we go on ZocDoc because you will be able to find the doctor that's right for what you're looking for and specializes in the care that you need. And honestly, I'm just, I'm just very pro getting ahead of things. Let's use our ZocDoc, yeah. not the TikTok app when it comes to medical <laughs> ailments. And you know, I love a review and I read a review and I trust them. And so that's one of the features that I love best about ZocDoc is I feel like I can really get to know a doctor before I go ahead. People and make leave, real people leave great reviews, very like detailed very accurate reviews. reviews. And I love that. It's a good community to add to. In fact, I need to read, I need to leave a review for Dr. Wang because he is truly exceptional. And I, and I want people to know that, although yeah. I do say it on this podcast. So <laughs> I feel like it's That's, a review in a way, but yeah, I love the, I love those reviews. I know I'm booking an appointment with a doctor that is going to spend time with me, listen to my concerns, not be checking the clock and takes my insurance. Exactly. All of those questions are already answered. So then that's a whole layer of anxiety that is stripped away just by using ZocDoc. Guys, can't recommend it enough. Go to ZocDoc.com slash doing her best and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. I don't know who's listening, who needs to hear that. That thing that's been bugging you right now, go to ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash doing her best, ZocDoc.com slash doing her best. Hiya! Hiya! Hiya is such a fun name for such a fun product. Did you know that most children's vitamins are basically just candy in disguise? Yes, Casey. I, I, I did you, know that. I did, I I did knew know you that. Knew that. Yeah, I did. Because I knew that because I gave Birdie gummy vitamins. You guys have heard the tale. And then the child had 14 cavities. Yeah, because most of those gummy vitamins have two teaspoons of sugar, not to mention like unhealthy chemicals and other gummy junk that gets stuck all in their teeth. That's why Hyo was created. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. And it fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide a full-bodied nourishment, the one that our kids need, and a yummy taste that they love. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables, and then it's supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and everything else. It's also like non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else free 
you can imagine. Um, it's designed for kids of all ages, too. So go ahead and order it for yourself. It's sent straight to your door. <laughs> Parents, people have one less thing to worry about. Your kids love it. It's like the the bottle's so fun to decorate, the refillable bottle. I just figure we're all going to be taking ourselves and giving kids multivitamins. Might as well go the extra mile and get one that is really effective and well-made. And I never have to think about reordering it, which is my favorite part. Exactly. Because it just shows up. Um, we worked out a special deal with a Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim the deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash busy. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash busy and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. <sighs> well, I mean, let's be grateful for the big things and the little things, guys. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And also, we're grateful to all of you because Always. what a what a time. Like, what's going to happen? I don't know. What do you think? Civil war? I don't know. I guess it wouldn't surprise me not because nothing would surprise me because I've no. never any nothing of like. Would surprise me. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, yeah, I mean, who knows? But I just also think that our country would be so bad at civil civil war. Well, no shit. Don't you think? Like, people would yeah. be like... I well, gotta, it would just be... I mean, people would just... Like, I got to watch The Bachelor. I got to get... Oh, I was going to say, I thought that the people with the guns would just, like, fucking blow everyone away. Oh, I don't think so, because... And listen, if you disagree, definitely tell me. But whenever people use that excuse that, like, the our right to bear arms is so that we will be armed against... A tyrannical government like that mm-hmm. that we d- and so people build up these like private arsenals if our government decided to be tyrannical no collection of guns that you have in your house would do any good to stave that off even for a second well, you that's know for sure yeah so i mean i guess on some level it could be like gangs of people roving around like like you see in an apocalyptic zombie show um just taking each other's cars and gas and food away from each other i guess it could become that but i don't i i think like a formal like civil war with like some states against other states would be i mean you'd have to see what side the government fell on and then whoever whoever succeeded from the government would be in for a world of hurt you know i think don't you think just because of like not just like um weaponry like weapons of war but also just like money in general and food and infrastructure like you can't live without I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But and a lot of people don't have infrastructure now, so that's you know. exactly right. I mean, this is clearly this is what Marjorie Taylor Greene wants. She wants a national divorce. 
she says. Right, right. And she wants to live in a country where there's no books and no drag queens. The drag queen thing alone is so fucking weird to me that, like, I'm like, of course, I get it. Like, this is, at this point, the parallels between, like, Germany in 1940 and the United States right now are getting, like, I have to say, fucking weird. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird. fucking crazy. Yeah, we didn't need a reboot of that. And, like, shout out to our friends, Shea Coulee and Bendela Creme, yes. who have been guests on the pod, Nina West. Also, that, shout out to fucking Sam Pancake, yeah, Andrew Droji. Just been out there, like, really, you know, talking to people seriously about, like, this what is... What this means. Yeah, this has gone too far, and it's actually insane. Fuck me, man. It's insane. And and at the same time, more than ever, you know, as Shea Coulee, uh tweeted, I believe, like, I'm thinking back to that show to catch a predator, and I saw them catch businessmen and fathers and, uh, you know, mm. pastors, whatever, but I never saw that them. Was there a catch a drag queen? Where never the fuck saw is them that ca- catch a drag that's queen. That's genius. Um, you know, and it's, yeah, I I mean, it's just, we're seeing more and more, like, just all of these things that we've been told we should be fearful about and who we should fear. It's not them. It's not them. Seeing drag queens, seeing queer people, people from other walks of life is essential to children. I love that. Um, this is really fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was raised around queer people, like the, the activities that I was involved with when I was a a really little kid, um, just happened to be safe havens for for queer people. I was involved in Drum and Bugle Corps and then also this activity called Winter Color Guard. We were competitive. A great number of very broy bros participated. Of course. But also so many gay guys, so many lesbians were involved. So just everyone, I got to meet everyone and I was a taken really good care of by my big queer brothers and sisters because these like these activities, I was really young to participate in drum and bugle court in particular. And we used to tour the country um, in the summers. And I was like probably 10 years old and getting on a bus to go across the country um, and everybody else was, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, up to 21 years old. And it was always, like, my queer big brothers and sisters who acted like de facto parents uh, for me and took care of me on the road. And um, I feel so lucky that that, that was the case, that I just had people that were looking out for me. I guess the the reason that I'm saying this is because like if anyone listening to this, I don't think there is anyone listening to this who thinks this way or whatever, but even if in the back of your mind 
you have like some kind of like trepidation or whatever because you you haven't had the opportunity to meet a lot of queer people in your life or whatever it's just not something that or maybe maybe you know a bunch of queer people but you just haven't talked about it or whatever um I just want to tell you like if you come here and listen to this every week and you listen to me and busy talk like these are the people that like helped take care of me when I was a kid. And there's just nothing to be uh, afraid of there. And it really makes me angry that people keep trying to stoke this fear that's non, like it's based in nothing. It's completely invented. Well, this is like a, this is like a historically biblical thing to do. Yeah. When you want to vilify a group of people, you say that they like, the the worst thing you can imagine right is that they take your children right it's like the monster story i mean it's like every monster story right they'll take your kids they're going to take your kids right and they only don't like queer people and drag queens and women because we have empathy and along with those things we like we just don't support the like tax breaks that they want right right it's just about money. I'm just saying. It's capitalism. It's just fucking about money to yeah. these motherfuckers. Yeah. They don't give a shit. And they'll say uh, they anything. Don't care. That's why say they anything. say so much. They'll just say anything. If one thing's Most not of working. Most these motherfuckers, I mean, a lot of now at this point, it used to be that like the people in office who were despicable, like were aware of the lies they right. were. Right. Spreading and we're just sort of like it's um collateral for the for the thing that I need and right. I want, which is like a huge tax break, right? Or right. just more money in my pockets and like just um keeping white supremacy a number one. Right. So we're gonna make it impossible for anyone else to right. rise or do anything. Um but uh now I think there are just some of these Marjorie Taylor Taylor Greene is like a perfect example of like, yeah, I actually don't know, but she seems fucking stupid enough that she might believe some of this shit. Right. Yeah. Well, my only point is that they're just like, they're brainwashing these motherfuckers into hating entire groups of people. Right. And they know the fucking truth. Right. And they know what it's about. Right. It's, I mean, I mean, like, well, it's just, it it doesn't matter, right? Whether, like, they know it's bullshit or if they're, like, convincing certain people that Joe Biden is a lizard person or something. You know what I mean? Like, people really believe that. People really believe that. And it's just like, I mean, that's outlandish. (laughs) That's insane. But it doesn't really matter whether someone really believes it or if they're working so hard to just get other people to believe it. It's just, it is all about money. It's just all about money and capitalism. And the thing that's like so fucking disgusting is the effect that it has on real lives and humans. Right. Devastating effect. Right. That it's having right now. Right. And it goes back to like, for me, it goes back to what Michelle was saying. Yeah, you know, exactly. Is that like you have how many fucking years on this planet and what are you trying to like secure some future for like descendants of yours who will never know you? 
and won't I mean? fucking care. And won't care. And like, by the way, might be queer, will have a really good chance of being women. Might You might have a drag queen great great grandchild it, it just it doesn't make any sense like what to what end what type of legacy are you trying to secure for who for whomst for whomst it's just a mess it's a fucking mess and like i i return again and again and again and more now more so than ever okay one last time guys i'm just going to do it one more time you know the um, CDC study about the unhappiness of teen girls? And, yes. right. And I, when we've talked a lot about it. And did I tell you the two things that are positive from that study with teenagers? If you did, remind us now. Okay. There are two things that came out of that study that are interesting. In recent years, two things have gone down. Teen pregnancy and bullying. Um, those things have gone down. Because in the early 2000s, people decided that bullying was like a thing that should be taught to kids and right. we should understand it. And there were children's books written. There were um, educational materials made a part of curriculums in most public and private schools. Anti-bullying policies were enacted. Laws right. were passed. Etc. 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 And now here we are, and this is this generation of kids that is reporting now these mm -hmm. kids that that bullying isn't so much an issue that they can like you know there are still obviously obviously there's still outliers right but there has been they've just seen a decrease in bullying similarly teen pregnancy with the internet, with people being able to access information about how to prevent pregnancy easier. Yeah, being this able generation, to talk about it. Being able to talk about it, demystifying these things, that also fucking doesn't across socioeconomic lines in this country. This is like a huge fucking study for teenagers. Yeah. I really believe... That if we want to fucking do anything, that we have got to deal with white supremacy and the patriarchy. Yes. And not until then, until we integrate it into every piece of education that our children get. From us at home, in the world, uh, you know, zero bullying policy, zero fucking white supremacy policy, zero misogynistic policies enacted. Like, it's, it's got to be a thing that, like, people start actually talking to their children about. Yeah. I guess all I'm saying is that, like, we need people who are, like, passive to be active in like educating their kids about yeah. these things. Yeah. People who like live in places that are just kind of like conservative and like, I don't really hold that value, but like blah, 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 blah to like figure it the fuck out. Yeah. I think live and let live. Like then this is what you guys have to work on dismantling. Right. Because other people don't think live and let live. 
Correct. And they're they're coming for people who are just trying to live. Well, and they ma- they're making new ones all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's being taught. Like, hate is taught, clearly, because right. bullying has gone down. Right. Right. In teenagers who have attended schools and programs that are anti-bullying for the last right. Which I think also speaks further to the fact that not only do we have to be active in teaching it in our own homes, I think, to get a step further, it has to be formally codified in our institutions. Correct. Which is also, like, should be our government institutions as well. And it should, like, hold true for the people that are holding office. Right. So we have a big fucking mess to clean up. It's a mess. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave this positive note. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it's that positive. Well. (sighs) You be the judge. Hit me with it. I'll tell you. So, you know, Carla Welch started that, the period company, you know, the period underwear and period underwear. Yeah. Um, That's like, was, by the way. Non-toxic, one of the one of the few one of the few that didn't have the microplastics right, in it. Right. Um, so anyway, the company is amazing. This is not this is not like a free ad for them. Yeah. Just um, but I just think the company is really great and I love the way that and it's women, it's two women, Carla yeah. and her business partner that started it. Um and just like she wrote this thing that I really love talking about the company because they've done this, they've like this made this decision to like what their ethos is and they've really thought about it. And like, is this just about like selling some period underwear, like capitalizing on a trend or whatever, you know what I mean? But no, like we want to like take this big and make like a world where like, period poverty is eliminated where any person who gets a period feels comfortable with how they're able to take care of it. Um, And they, you know, and she wrote this thing. Okay. So we thought this imaginary world sounds incredible. How do we, how do we, a real company make any of this stuff happen in this, a real world. And then they tell us like the first thing that they're doing and Whatever, but I just love this thing. It's like, scan the headlines today and the unspoken headline of all those headlines is that this world isn't good enough. But here's the silver lining. We made this world. We did it. Somebody imagined all of these systems that are failing and oppressing that hurt people and the planet. And now we get to imagine a better world because that's exactly how we're going to make it real. And we will. I think that is a positive note. I think that, and I think it's the way that we have to think. And, you know, when we can, you know what I mean? Because I get it. Like, there are people that I know are exhausted and feel very beaten down by this world. So then it becomes, like, our job to, you know, to carry the load Sometimes, and that's how you that's how you enable yourself to like carry the load to be like, well, we are making progress. And while it is frustrating to have to remake progress that had already been made, that's that's where we are. that's that's the job, but it's like it's it's just in this moment, 
it's not all one thing. Like we have to obviously like stand up for and fight these fucking atrocious laws in every state that they're popping up in. But at the same time too, we have to like do all of the work at dismantling the systems that create people empowered to make these laws. Right. And I think more empathy is huge, but I also think we have to like, even if you think it's not for her, right? Like you have to become proactive, right? In how you talk to kids, educate kids, what you say around kids, and how you either enforce, reinforce good ideas or bad. Yeah. Or even like kids, but even like people that aren't kids that are like around yes. you that you're talking with, that just being like, oh, by the way, like, you know. This is how I think about this thing, and this is why I think that, because it's compassionate. And so, you know, just that's a fun fact about me, is that I think that people deserve to live their lives. Um, Well, you know, I've told you guys. (laughs) I've started all of my, like, new friendships with... um, Right. I just need to know this going in because, like, if we're not a lot, I'm not wasting my fucking time. I'm sorry. Right. And, like, because it's just it's too important. I'm, like, not – I'm tired. Right. So I don't want to have to change – I don't have to, like, change from the inside or whatever. Like, right. I don't have to – I don't want to, like, be the person who's, like, let me talk to you about why every person deserves bodily autonomy, whether right. they be right. Right. trans or born with – female organs and like I fucking right. whatever. Yeah. Like, or women or whatever. Right. What? I can't, I can't, I can't take that on. So I'm in the place where I'm like, I'm not get bringing any new people in that hold those. Oh my God, I joined Raya. <gasps> you did? Yeah. And then I hated it. And I, now I, and I'm like, I went deactivated. Now you deactivated it already? <laughs> Almost immediately. I chatted with like a few people yeah. They seemed fine. I just was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I trying to prove here? This is weird. I'm not, it's not for her. Like, I'm, Here's, it might be in the future. It's yeah. not for her right now. We don't know, as those gratitude cards rightfully said. Yeah. Who knows what the future will bring. It was in a moment of wine. <laughs> and I just thought, why the fuck not? And then... You're just not... It's not, I'm not ready. You're not ready. No. And also, like, you may never be ready for that. I, may, like, I, I actually mean, may never. For that brand of that. But also, I think it's so good. Like, I think it's so good that you deactivated it and didn't, like, press on with it. Like, well, this is what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, y- well, here's where my new phrase that I maybe made up, but maybe didn't. Maybe someone else made it up. You're never going to get on a t-shirt. You're Put never going to get over it. You know, you're never going to get over I'm never going to get over it. It's, but I do have life. to get on with it. You have to get on with it and you have to do it like in your way, not the way that everybody is telling you is the right way to do it because how the fuck would they know what's right for you? You know? Oh, wait, hold on. My french fries are here. <sighs> wait, did you order french fries just because of the gratitude card? Um 
No, and actually, it's it's um, mashed potatoes. Oh, no, okay. I ordered them because I really haven't eaten anything in several days. Yeah, and you gotta. Um, then I got stoned. Yeah, which I'm you know saying. I haven't been doing because I've been working. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but this job I can do stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Emily Beebe. Yeah, and I was thinking how she used to say that mashed potatoes are a poultice for your soul. Yeah, that's. Do you know what a poultice is, guys? Yes. Let's explain what a poultice is because I didn't know well, many years ago. It's but very like some old people school. don't know. Yeah, it's like um, m- maybe you remember like your grandmother putting like I think like bacon fat on a rag or something and like putting it on your sore back or a right. poultice it's like is a, like a me- medicinal wrap salve or a like salve. a salve. Yeah, yeah, salve, salve, salve. That's how you pronounce salve. it. Salve. Um, but yeah. But Emily would say that mashed potatoes are the poultice for your soul. And I just felt like I got high and then I was like, oh, I'm really, I actually am hungry. I haven't eaten in so long. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I need a poultice for my soul. I heard French fries in it. I almost ordered the fries. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know if fried food is the, is the vibe. Yeah. A mashed potato is just the inside of a French fry. Yeah, that's true. It's fine. It's good. I'm it glad. To, I'm glad to see you eating. To be honest, and that's how you know I'm really glad about it because you're like having some mashed potatoes, and I'm not jealous. Um, I'm. Happy. I also got a chicken chicken thing. <laughs> that's really good. I'm glad to see you eating. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, me too. Thank God, I feel like eating. What are you doing your best at this week? Anything? I mean, literally everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know, man. I guess um, I'm doing my best at not being too hard on myself for the ways in which I feel like I should have done better. That's really good. I just am like, well, I'm not going to spend my life like beating myself up about this stuff. Recovery is not a straight line, guys, and neither is living your life. Yeah. I'm trying to be the best version of a person you can be and the truest version of a person you can be. Michelle says you only have 15 more good years. She actually said 10. I made it 15. (laughs) You can't spend your 10 good years beating yourself up for something Mm -hmm. that you can't do anything about anyway. No. We all make decisions. We all make choices. Every day you get a new choice. That's the great thing. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so good. And I'm proud of you. You really held it together in a in a wild week. Honey, I got one more day on this movie. <laughs> but it's Friday. It's it's gonna be great. As it's gonna Re- be something. As Rebecca Black sang, you're gonna get down on Friday. I liked her. I liked her too. I still do. I get a <laughs> kick out of her. <laughs> it's just really funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are you doing your best at this week? I actually like just some basic shit. Like I packed up this box of shit that was in my office that I had to, it was a ginormous box that I had to walk around every time I went into my office, like really go a long way That's around really it. That's really the worst. I know. And it became, like, it was, like, this is clearly, like, a metaphor for, you know, for so many things Mm -hmm. in my life. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and and did I dispense with everything in that box? No, it's in the back of my car, but it's moved and I'm not walking around it. And so I'm one step closer to doing something about it. Because also, though, you might not need to move on from it, but you need to... <laughs> You, or wait, what is it? Get over it. I'm not getting over it. You I'm might just, not get over it, but like you got to move on from it. Got to get you can't on keep, with you it. You can't keep like going around that box. No, no. So just that, trying to deal with some shit with my mom's estate. I'm, I, it's not even, it's so boring, you guys, but just it's. But I do it's, think it's like if you have parents that are still living, I do think it's worth it to like check in with them about yeah. what they've done in order to prepare. Please, for the inevitable, guys. Yes. <laughs> it is regardless of how Michelle young Williams and wonderful they are. Yeah. Yes, and here's your sign to okay. Here's what I will say because I don't want to get too deep into it, and I also don't want to besmirch my mom's memory. Talk to your parents about getting their shit straight. Also, make sure that they understand it as best you can. And if you can't, if you don't understand it, then talk to them about talking to a professional who does understand it and who uh, who can maybe inform you all so that you all understand it the same way. Because it's really confusing and it's not something that anyone wants to think about. So I think everybody just, you know, tries to get through it as quickly as possible, like a bad homework assignment. And again, this is not to like shame my mom or whatever, because I really think she did have every intention. It just was a box that she couldn't get around. Uh, Because I think what you don't want is someone that you love, like having to just explain to random strangers on the telephone 1,000 times that you've died and that, that, you know, that something needs to be canceled or it's just, it's not something, it's, it's not something that you want to put someone in the position of doing. And cause you know, I just want to be like, I just want to grieve like, um, you know, like everybody, the fun way. I don't know. what's. I want to grieve the regular way. There is no regular way, but yeah, but you know what I mean? Like I want to channel my energy into like just grieving like effectively and not into being like mad at people who work for companies. Right. Because also it then becomes multiple things. Right. My mother's death is like so sad and like also fucking annoying and na 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 and na na da And it's like, no, I wouldn't want my kids to have to deal with that shit. Are right. you kidding? Yeah, I just want to be... And I don't think she knew is what I, is the point. Exactly, exactly. I think she had every intention to do this, and I think she thought she had more time, and she's proof that you don't know how, you know, you just don't know how that's going to go. So Michelle Williams is correct on that score. But I'm just trying to get on with it, you know, fucking get on with it and not worry so much about getting over it because I'm not getting over it. Um, I do want to mention something cool that I am doing, uh, which is I'm going to be talking with um, Gabrielle Blair, who uh, you might know as Design Mom. She's one of the original like power bloggers of the the blogging era. Um, she has a book out called Ejaculate Responsibly. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Viral sensation. Uh, 
that it's originally based on a tweet thread, I think. Um, but the book is a bestseller. And uh, so I'm going to be talking to her on March 16th at 7 o'clock at Second Home in Los Angeles. Um, she's on a little book tour right now. So if you want to come out and uh, I think the ticket price includes like your own copy of the book. So definitely come out. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, and you're. I'm just, gonna be here. You're gonna keep making that movie till tomorrow. Tomor- till tomorrow, and then you're going back to Girls Five Eva soon, though, right? Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hopeful that my stomach feels better, and I hope so too. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that my friend gets some good news. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I'll be sending good vibes to your friend because I do. I think that helps. I mean, at the I very least, at the very least, to know that people are like thinking of oh, you. Oh, I texted my I texted my aunt and my mom yesterday. Yeah. To have them do the prayers, right? Because you know, my grandma was the greatest prayer. Yeah. She really could send so much good energy. Yeah. We know she was a witch. <laughs> A good witch. Yeah. Yeah. I just You think, also are a good witch. That's very nice. Thank you for saying that. You are. I you know that. Well, except for cursing you with the whole wheat thing, but you know. Do you look at what's happening to my nose though right now? <laughs> Is nothing. it getting red? Nothing? No. Nothing's oh. happening. I'm eating breaded chicken. That's amazing. Hmm. Maybe well, you're we've over broken it. the spell. We've broken the spell, maybe. <laughs> I've been trying to break some spells recently, Casey. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I've been more successful with some than others. Okay. All right. Well, but this nose thing could be the nose huge if true. It's looking good. It's huge if true, guys. (laughs) Guys, we love you so much. Thanks for your patience. Well, uh, while we sorted out Have our the shit. week from fucking hell and also. <laughs> but we, Fuck you, International Women's Day. <laughs> yeah, but we know you get it and we know that you also felt like uh, fuck you, International Women's Day as well. And uh, yeah. You know who my favorite woman is that really inspires me? Who? I really love... You. (laughs) I love you, too. And I'm glad to see your face. And, uh, yeah, knock on wood, I have high hopes for Friday for you. And high hopes for Friday for all of you. Yeah, me too, guys. And let's live the the best weekend we can have (laughs) in the next 10 years. Because we only got 10 years. Limited weekends. (laughs) Limited weekends in the next 10 years. We'll talk to you very soon. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.